Welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Good afternoon and welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. I'm Sean Kreitz. I have two lovely guests in the studio here. Uh, first time I have been in contact with both of you, it's Beverly and Christy with the YMCA. Thank you so much for taking the time today. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, Christy, we'll start with you. We'll get everyone familiar with your voice. I always love to uh, just get to know the background of everyone, and it's kind of fitting uh, for what we're going to talk about today. I just want to know your connection to Fort McMurray. Were you born and raised? Did you move here? How would you end up? Well, I am from, well, I'm Christy Graves. <laughs> I am from the Dominican Republic. My connection with Fort McMurray, I moved here last year in January. I came here uh, to be with my lovely husband. In one day, I went from plus uh, 30 to minus 38. Yeah. I came here in the middle of, uh, of winter, so it was a very interesting feeling, but I was very excited to see snow. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, Fort McMurray is, uh, has been great. Mm. Uh, the people, it's amazing. So, yeah, I miss home, but uh, this place is great. Yeah. And uh, I am also with the YMCA. I'm the local immigration partnership coordinator. Very nice. Yeah, January move. That's a, that's a shocker, probably. Yes. <laughs> and then we also have Beverly with us. Uh, same type of question, Beverly. What's your connection to Fort McMurray? Born and raised? Move here? I moved here. I was born in Botswana. I grew up my early years in Namibia. I moved to Canada uh, as a refugee when I was eight years old. Moved to Halifax, Nova Scotia, where I lived for over 25 years and moved to Fort McMurray 12 years ago. So like Christy, I arrived on a January day, <laughs> minus 40. But uh, Fort McMurray has been a an amazing place to call home. I've had my son here and uh, it's afforded me a lot of opportunity. So grateful to, to be a resident of Fort McMurray and I am a program manager of newcomer services at the YMCA. Very exciting. Well, I'm, I'm thankful for both of you for being in the studio today and, and taking the time to have a chat. Speaking of just newcomers and everything, special event coming up pretty soon here. Can you break that down? Yeah, uh, the event is called the Newcomer Integration and Community Resources event. It is uh, for newcomers, uh, for immigrants, and also if you have been here for a long time and you're a citizen but want to know more about the resources that the community offer, you can come. It's also for other stakeholders to develop connections. And yeah, it's for us to know more what the community has to offer. It is at the uh, at Shell Place, at the Grand Ballroom CD, on March 4th from 1 to 4. And yeah, we're going to have a special introduction spe uh, uh, ceremony. So we encourage people to be there at 1 so they don't miss the good part. We're going to have door prices and light snacks. Yeah, and so I think I kind of heard you mention, I was going to ask, who is it all for? And you said uh, whether you are a newcomer from a couple of years ago or just instantly, maybe it's just more so about learning about the resources. Is that the main yes. goal of it? Yes, yes. Like, I will explain you what was my, like, my motivation to go ahead with this event. As I said, I am pretty new to Fort McMurray, right? Mm -hmm. And when I came, I didn't know 
all these resources that were available. So I did a lot of things by myself. Then I realized, uh, I heard about the YMCA that they do like uh, translations for, for new permanent residents. And I needed a translation. So I contacted the YMCA. And when I saw what they did there, I was, I was amazed. I was like, what? They, they do so many things to help people integrate. And then like a month or so later, I applied for a job at the YMCA <laughs> and then I started working and then my mind blew when I saw all the what other agencies were were doing yeah. for newcomers. So I was like, man, if I did if I had this knowledge when I came, everything would have been so much easier. Yeah. So this event is for them to know like we will ha we will have um different agencies uh there for example Alberta Works we'll, we'll have the library we'll have a frap the YMCA also Salvation Army will be there MCA a AHS Alberta Health mm -hmm. Services so yeah just for them to know the things that uh, the community offers. Yeah. So you're kind of just getting them all into one place. And so like yes. you were saying, if you had it all in one place, you kind of be like, okay, I need this, check. I need this, check. Eh, I don't really need that, but that's good to know. Uh -huh. Exactly, it, yeah. exactly. Uh, yes. Yeah, so if I may um, add to that, just in, in line or in terms of what the YMCA does, the we are such a, a pillar in the community when it comes to providing in programs and services that enhance the lives of children and families in the region. Uh, we are very well known for our child care programs, uh, as well as our health and fitness. Um, but where we work, uh, the newcomer services is under our community housing and initiatives program uh, department, essentially, which we call CHI. So under that program, we provide uh, employment supports programs like Bridging the Gap and Employment Link. Mm. Uh, we also provide home visitation and programs for families and youth. And then there's the newcomer services. So Newcomer Services is, a, is comprised of uh, federally and provincially funded programs, uh, which the local immigration partnership is, is one of, and it's funded by Immigration, Refugee, and Citizenship Canada. So the, the mandate of, of the LIP, of the local immigration partnership, is really to build and foster that collaborative community, I guess, spirit when it comes to supporting newcomers and immigrants in the region. Mm -hmm. So we have a newcomer interagency network where we work with other agencies. If Christy mentioned, some of them will be at the event on Saturday. Mm -hmm. uh, and then um, we, we really are looking at ways to enhancing the lives of those who come to, to Canada and those who, um, you know, essentially end up in in. Fort McMurray and one of the things I think we touched on a little bit earlier when we talked was uh, just how we all come from somewhere else yeah. yeah so I think that when I'm in in meetings and I'm attending on behalf of the Y um, events across the province or, or the country I'm really excited to share that bit about us that the fact that we all come from somewhere else whether you're a Canadian citizen or a newcomer immigrant and we kind of I don't know, it, it connects us in a way, right? And yeah. for Christy to be able to come here as a newcomer and, and just thrive <laughs> and get, get employment and now be able to be in a position where she can assess what the needs are in the community yeah. and and be able to um, you know work to put these events together, I think that's testimony to what a great place um, Fort McMurray is and the opportunities that really are there for, for those who come. 
No kidding. Yeah. All within under a year, too. It's yes. very impressive. Yeah. Thank you. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. And hey, we're just going to take our first break here on Fort McMurray Matters, but plenty more questions to ask both Beverly and Christy here from the YMCA. We're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. And we're back here on Fort McMurray Matters. I'm Sean Kreitz, joined in studio with Beverly and Chrissy with the YMCA. And the main gist of things is because a newcomer event is coming up pretty soon. And so what is all going to happen at the event? Is it a bunch of booth set up and people just make their way around? Is it going to be speeches, a little bit of both? Or how is it all going to work? So as you said, yes, it will be a little bit of uh, both. We will have an introduction, like a, an introductory ceremony where we will have the opening remarks. We will have also some words of, of members of the community, testimonies of newcomers. And we're gonna explain a little bit of what the local immigration partnership is and show you a very special video we made with a lot of uh, love from us to the community <laughs> to for them to know that integration is possible. Mm -hmm. Integration is, is hard but possible and uh, the community may like together we can make it easier for newcomers. Yeah and their agencies will have their booths after the introductory ceremony people will be able to go around and uh, ask their, their questions, uh, learn more about these, all these agencies. And um, every hour we will have uh, door prizes, so it'll be fun. At the end of the, of the event, what are you hoping to accomplish with this? Uh, what would you say makes it a successful an event? Like, I guess, what are you hoping people take away from it? Well, I, I, I would like to also just add that the event is also stemming from a newcomer survey mm -hmm. and research that, that, that we conducted for the region last year. So one of the, the gaps identified from talking to newcomers was the lack of awareness, uh, as Christy touched on a little earlier, in regards to the services available. So I think one of the key components that we would love to, to have as a takeaway is just that more awareness having newcomers come out to the event and then also providing opportunity for agencies to share what they're offering. And uh, one of our special guests that we did not yet mention is uh, Mayor Bowman will be joining mm. us for uh, opening remarks and we have um, extended the invite to uh, city councillors who will also be there and uh, so just that ability to show that you know by them taking the time as well to attend just to show that we value immigrants, we value the work that's happening in the community around uh, integration and just that more maybe collaboration as well between agencies. Um, if, if an agency is not part of our newcomer interagency network, if they feel that the work that they do is in alignment or supports newcomers at uh, any capacity, they can also reach out to us to be a part of mm -hmm. the, the network. Yeah, just kind of elevating the, the voices and the needs of, of immigrants in our community. Very neat. You were mentioning a survey that you did. Uh, maybe this was one of the things that popped up. What are some of the challenges newcomers are facing in the region? Well, I would say along with the, with the awareness uh, of the resources available, it's also they mentioned 24-7 child care mm. needed here in town for shifters. Um, also, the need of social connection um, for newcomers uh, because when they come here, they 
they don't exactly know where where to go have a fun time you know where to go with so yeah it's very needed especially after the pandemic yeah. the pandemic made people you know step back and keep to themselves but it's very necessary for newcomers to have you know social interaction also um another need is how to navigate the health uh system oh yeah um, even even me right now, I'm trying to figure that out. <laughs> like newcomers have a hard time sometimes to to navigate the health system, and I'm very glad that uh, AHS uh, will be there because they will have like like three tables, different tables from their different programs, and you can go and ask whatever question you want to know about. I don't know uh, if you want to dive into specifics, but what what is so different about the health system that you're still learning about? Well, is it just like doctor visits or like making appointments? Is, is, it, is it everything? Is it as, it's as simple as finding a doctor oh. or as finding a doctor that have like translation services, right. you know? Um, I know that you can find that, like I learned it after I, I, I started working, that you can uh, find that kind of information at the uh, Wood Buffalo uh, PCN. But is that like, cause we come from like, a lot of people here come from another country. That's right. Things work way differently, way mm -hmm. differently back home. So, coming here and and learning how to you know find doctors how to how to have like health insurance or or, or health cards yeah uh it's it's important i was just curious i don't know what i don't know type of thing and i just uh, yeah. i'm just so curious how it differs and everything so it's thank you for sharing i appreciate that could okay. i also add that from the survey so some of the things that came up are really i think all of us experience as, as residents of Fort McMurray, the challenges around uh, finding a family doctor, employment uh, was one, mm -hmm. uh, how mm -hmm. affordable housing was mm -hmm. another. Um, so it's issues that residents, those who are not newcomers or immigrants face, but it's more amplified when you have the challenges of, uh, for example, language barriers. Um, that's a significant need. English classes are, uh, I know that Keanu has had one of the longest waiting lists since 2015 for their LINK program. Um, so they've added more classes to be able to facilitate the numbers of immigrants and newcomers needing English classes. So. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, lots of those yeah. little challenges, right? And for those challenges, are you finding there's things being done? Are they in progress? Are they waiting? Are they here? Are things happening to get these challenges met and assessed? I feel that things are being done. Like, definitely things are being done. But, you know, like everything and like every one of us, things also need improvement sometimes. Mm -hmm. You find new needs. You need to do uh, new initiatives come up with new initiatives right so that's why we have this this kind of like research done uh, every once in a while to be able like to always be in tune with what the needs are at the moment and also i will add that the the demographic of newcomers has kind of shifted a little bit uh, we have had a, a 
Ukrainians coming into the community. There's a roughly 130 uh, Ukrainians that are um, settling in and, and, and trying to readjust to their new life in Canada. So being able to provide services that cater to their needs, whether it's, um, you know, in- employment support or classes uh, or things that are just translated into Ukrainian that can better facilitate their integration. We are also um, newly, the YMCA started uh, a new program last year called, uh, it's funded by IRCC, it's the Resettlement Assistance Program, Mm. where we are assisting government assisted refugees um, who are actually being destined to Fort McMurray. So since June of last year, we've welcomed about 70 uh, Afghan uh, and uh, Syrian refugees, as well as, um, you know, a few individuals from other places like Guatemala. Um, And so... This is in line with the federal government's initiative of assisting 40,000 Afghans, right? So we're a small community, um, but we're doing so much um, and and having an impact nationally even for us to be identified as a community that can welcome Mm -hmm. government-assisted refugees was a huge deal. Um, They extended it to only a few communities last year, so we were one of those. So we are working uh, to rehouse individuals, to get kids in schools, to sign them up for English classes, and we collaborate with other agencies to to facilitate that. So things are being done um, in the community. And we're just going to take our second break on Fort McMurray Matters before we hop back into things and wrap it up with Beverly and Christy with the YMCA. We're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. And we're back here on Fort McMurray Matters. I'm Sean Kreitz, and I'm joined with Beverly and Christy with the YMCA here in Wood Buffalo. And we're chatting about all things newcomers and immigrants and refugees to the region here. Anything you think needs to be done or needs to be fast-tracked? Anything top of mind like, man, this is getting overlooked and it shouldn't? I think just more English classes, more translators. We're always mm-hmm. facing challenges yeah. finding translation, translation services. Yeah, more English classes, uh, more, and again, this is maybe for the general public as just as opposed to just immigrants, but more programs for children, childcare. Yeah. Uh, more uh, programs for like spread awareness, uh, social connections, mm-hmm. anti-racism and discrimination. That could be done here. And I think that there that there's like several initiatives to, for example, fight um, discrimination and 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 racism. I know about the, you know, initiatives from the municipality and other um, organizations, but social connection is like very very important. Are we seeing an increase over the years in newcomers? Is it staying steady? A decline? What are you noticing in the region here? Definitely an increase with the the programs that I just. Uh, I shared with the government-assisted refugees as well as Ukrainians coming in. Uh, we are uh, busy at, at with our immigrant settlement services at the Y. So there's we've been very very busy since reopening uh, after the pandemic. But then also during the pandemic, we were delivering virtual uh, services. So that never slowed down. Um, but I do think there's there's a m- more demand for the services. Mm-hmm. So sometimes people can be immigrants and they can be newcomers and they can live in a community and not seek services, right? So 
it's not always indicative of how long somebody has been in Canada when people come to our doors. We have people that have lived in Fort McMurray for five years and they need help applying for their permanent residency, yeah. right? So, and we work very closely with foreign workers through our foreign worker program. So we see the different needs that they have. I will add increase because of the workforce immigration supports program that the YMCA and the Chamber of Commerce and Economic Development and Tourism, as well as Keanu College, uh, we work together uh, to facilitate WISP, which is Provincial Rural Renewal Stream uh, that we were designated last year. So through that stream, we help foreign workers, temporary foreign workers uh, who gain employment. It's a fast track to gaining their permanent residency, right? So through those new programs and new initiatives that are happening, uh, there's definitely a lot happening to facilitate integration, uh, as well as just supporting those who are in the region mm -hmm. or new to the region. So. so informative. I love it. I love just learning and being curious about everything. Anything else you want to add, whether it's about the event or just anything in between uh, that you feel we haven't covered here? Well, just invite people to the event and yeah, come join us. Uh, let's um, let's do some networking uh, and and yeah. And I will add that um, you know the work we do uh, as settlement providers is you know we see the the daily transformation in our clients' lives, when, whether they get their their uh, Canadian citizenship oh, yeah. or their permanent residency card, or they find employment, or they get accepted into post-secondary education. So we, we assist them in that process and we see how it, the services change their lives. But successful integration is really a community effort. We can, uh, as, as an agency, we're only as successful as uh, the other resources that are available in the community because we refer clients to a lot of other agencies. So I, I, I just really um, want to commend our um, NIN members uh, and those agencies that support newcomers and that work tirelessly to, <laughs> to meet our, our demand and our increasing numbers of newcomers in the community. So uh, as Christy said, just do come out. Um, we welcome family and kids to, to come out, meet newcomers. We will have some of our newly arrived uh, refugees uh, at the event as well. So it's a good way if people are looking to, to give back or to volunteer or to help integrate uh, refugees or newcomers in the community, they can reach out to us at lip at YMCA nab.ca. Yeah, we're always looking to, to collaborate and, and get community involved. And what's the easiest way to, to find a lot of the information that we talked about today? Is it uh, a social media? Is it a website? What's the best place to go? According to what the research results were, normally what people do is like go on internet and try to find you know information about about the the service they are needing at the moment but uh, what we would love to happen is have one place mm -hmm. to, for people to go and and find the information they need there mm -hmm. like a lot of people know or learn about the services through social uh, like social interactions in my case I learned about the YMCA services by talking to someone else that knew about mm. that. But again, what it's desired is for people to know from the beginning where to go and, and what to do. Mm -hmm. All of our information in terms of programs and services that are offered for newcomers are, is available at ymcanab.ca. 
Perfect. And one more time about the event, just the where and when. How can people attend it? Well, so you just go to Shell Place Grand Ballroom CD at one o'clock on Saturday, March 4th, and you just join us. Yeah, Perfect. as easy as that. <laughs> I like it. Beverly, Chrissy, you've been terrific today. Thank you again for taking the time and joining me on Fort McMurray Matters. I appreciate it. Thank you for Thank having you. us. Thank you. That's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. Want a copy of this episode or any past episode? Download the podcast at Mix1037FM.com. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix103.7.